Hello, Patriots. Welcome to episode 36 of the Patriot Review. I'm your host, Jeff Wagner. I'm glad you're here. I don't know what the hissing is in the background. My apologies for that. Hopefully it's not coming through too loudly. Um, I do want to call your attention to something that's coming up. November 5th. It's a Friday night, 7 p.m. Um, I am hosting a Patriot uh, meet and greet online. You can actually register right through our website or on our mobile app. Basically, you go to uh, the website and you go to the app and you can, uh, if you are a member, that is, and slide over to events and you can RSVP. Now, that is limited right now to uh, 25 people. Just want to try it out and have a good discussion. Um more people you get, obviously, the harder it is to have a discussion. So check it out if you'd like. Again, uh, download our Wix app, and you can do it right on your phone, and then uh, you can join us for that. So I will put some information in the description. Um, today, thank you for the wonderful technical problems, Rumble. I am, even though I have a, a, a live stream um I have the live stream parameters updated. For some reason, it doesn't seem to be going out. So I'll have to post this on Rumble afterwards. But again, thank you for being here. And um, today, we're going to talk a little bit about current events and how the uh, the rhinos are not helping us in any way. And as a matter of fact, how they're contributing to the destruction of America. And I would like to welcome back to the show Mr. Ronald Boyd. He is our historian and uh, TPR contributor, Patriot Review contributor. Ronald, welcome, and thank you for being back today. Well, thank you for having me. You bet. It's good to be back. I appreciate it very much. Now, Ronald is, uh, is on his way to a doctorate degree, so he is reading like there is no tomorrow, and mm -hmm. he's decided he can take a break and join us, so I'm glad to have you here. Now, we are, first of all, I want to want to just say that today is day number, I don't know who cares, of being permanently kicked out of YouTube. Thank you, YouTube. It means I'm telling the truth and I'm over the target, as they say, so that is a blessing. Uh, uh, all kidding aside, folks, um, we have uh, our documentary now out for Patreon subscribers. And you can you can subscribe, and we have three different membership levels, anywhere from three to twenty-five dollars, and that gets you, that gets you uh, uh, some different benefits, and you'll be able to see the documentary right now. Anybody who's a member at this level, any of these levels, actually can go see the documentary on our website. It does, however, come out November first, and we are not charging for that. So anything you can do to help contribute to our cause, that would be awesome. We do offer a free membership as well. Obviously, um, that basically gets you into uh, the forum and the blogs. Now, Ronald is a blogger, and basically I've taken some of Ron's past writings and included that on there. I do want to also show you, and I'm going to have to switch pages here, but... Um, I want to also show that we have now Mr. Captain Robert J. Firth, who was a guest on the last two shows. 
is now allowing me to contribute his content. And uh, he is an author. He's got several books out there. And if you want to check out, check out his website, you can do that at uh, www.robert-j.firth.com. So we have both um, both Ron and Captain Firth who are helping out on the blog side. So that's awesome. Um, so let me get into a little intro here, and we'll be right back. You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. Yes, it's the Orwellian Zone, Ron. And today's today's excerpt from 1984 is people simply disappeared always during the night. Hmm, isn't that kind of suspicious? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's well, kind of course, of, uh, not surprising really. If you think about it. No, and you know, um, I, I think we will both say that you know, looking at uh, at what's going on today. Um, you know, we have, for example, this headline, Ron, parents take a stand against FBI crackdown on critical race theory opponents. Now, if you've been watching the news this week, you know that um, our beloved FBI has decided to target those nasty, dreaded terrorist parents. Yeah. All because they don't want to have a racist doctrine shoved down their kids' throats. So, so Ron... Yeah. Looking at this and looking at that quote, um, it kind of seems like that's the road we're heading down. Well, it is. And really, this is a joke. They they allow hundreds, thousands of people crossing our border on a daily basis. I mean, uh, what was it? Last month, it was 220,000 people crossed our border that we know of, that we know of. Right. Now that might be what eighty percent. We don't know what the other twenty percent are. We just don't know. And they, and of course, uh, right now we have a lot of them that are actually not even from uh, the southern continent. They're actually from Africa. Yeah, I heard a hundred and hundred and ten or hundred and fifty different countries. I don't remember off the top of my head, but yeah. Um, so it's like, where are they coming from? Obviously, well, they're, com- they're not in Mexico. They well, flew into Mexico. They're, <laughs> you know, a lot of them, a lot of them, and I, I know some of them. I don't know how many of them, but um, it, countries are emptying their prisons and sending them here to the good, the good old USA, along with fentanyl and other drugs that are coming across the border, along with the uh, human trafficking and the the sex slave industry. Um, there's all kinds of nasty going on along the border, and you know what is our government doing to protect us? Uh, absolutely nothing. No. And they're more worried about uh, parents screaming at uh, school board members. It's just and quite obscene. frankly, yeah, quite frankly, these parents have every right to scream at these school board members because they flat out say, "We don't want our kids to be taught this crap." We don't. And do they listen? No, they double down on this stuff. So parents have every right to be upset. And 
what's yeah. the solution for this is these parents actually need to start running against these people. Vote these people out. You know, why why put up with it? No. Yeah. You vote these people out so that way you can set the criteria or the curriculum for the schools. Enough is enough. Is enough. Well, I think, you know, our topic today, and all of this kind of fits right into it, you know, our topic today is really focusing on who is the most destructive or should we say the least helpful and that is you know the republican party representatives many of them that we have are enabling uh the biden administration as it as it applies to this kind of tyrannical overreach and also Mm -hmm. as it applies to you know the financial uh the the coming disaster and bankruptcy of our country because of this trillions of dollars that they seem to be spending as if it were water, you know, so. Yes, uh, our Congress is actually spending like drunken Democrats, no, not <laughs> drunken sailors, well, drunken you I, Democrats. You and I were talking before the show, and um, I guess I'll preface this by saying we have to band together eventually here or we're going to lose our country, you know, but I, I would be really happy to have Democrats back again. We have, we have, it seems like a very limited number of two true Democrats, and we we have a whole bunch of communists, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and and they're not very educated. They're not, they're not, uh, you know, AOC for example is not a brain surgeon. You can tell that she doesn't, <laughs> she has no clue about what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. Yet she has this big following because of. You know, something we've talked about before, and that's the brainwashing that has occurred in our educational system. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, so that's that's a problem in itself. But, you know, where are the Republicans to stand up for their constituents? I have not seen a lot. Now, if anybody out there has one in particular, you know, maybe it's Ted Cruz or maybe it's mm-hmm. who knows. But. You know, there are so many opportunities for them to stand up and preserve our country, yet they don't seem they don't seem interested in doing it at all. No, well, lucky enough, there is one candidate. She's running as a Republican in the district I live in. I'm not going to mention her name right now because uh, you know I don't I don't have the permission to do so. Maybe if I talk to her, maybe I I could. Sure. actually mentioned this person at a later date but she's running as a republican uh and she's going to stand up for citizens of wisconsin uh, like uh, at least in the district i live in so uh, but she's actually going to do her job the current representative in our district who happens to be a democrat i do believe and again i won't mention names but he doesn't even vote he, he's rarely in washington dc he actually has surrogates vote for him yeah so if he's away which is about 90 percent of the time you know he just calls up you know a surrogate and say hey come in vote for me in this next session and they come in and they vote yeah and to me that's ridiculous it's like we're paying you how much money to represent us right you know as your salary right and yet you're not in Washington D.C. representing us, and when there's key votes, you're not there. 
uh, I'm sorry, but I demand a refund. Yeah, you know, exactly. It, you're you're not doing your job, so you either refund us that money, or you resign. Right. I want to take a second. I want to take a second just to plug our documentary that I mentioned at uh, the top of the show. Freedom waning. The war has already begun. It is out for the Patreon subscribers. Uh, if you become a member and a subscriber, you can see it. Otherwise, November 1st, it'll come out. But we talked a lot, and uh, you're included in that documentary. And we're talking mm-hmm. about we're talking about the the beginnings of of communism uh, from a historical perspective. Would you take just a second to kind of encapsulate, you know, what what you talked about, the beginning of communism, the rise of communism in Russia, and then uh, the show we also talk about China. But um, uh, what are you seeing, of anything, um, from the Republicans in Congress um, that really will act as a wall to this continuing communist creep that we have coming into our government quite frankly i really except for a few senators and and representatives i really don't see anything quite frankly and really we can consider maybe the introduction of i would say fascism because that's why i feel that it's more fascist than than marxist but I know that that's just my opinion, but the the creep of fascism into our government I think started when George Bush was president. I I hate to say this because mm-hmm. I, I really do like George W. Bush personally. I, I think he he wasn't he wasn't that great of a president, but he was okay, and he was certainly a lot better than you know what we we have now. You're referring frankly. to the Patriot Act, exactly. Yeah, that's where where all this stuff is creeping in, the Patriot Act. That's because, where it started. Yeah, because, I mean, look at, you know, they keep on harping on January 6th. And we we see uh, people who were involved in Je- January 6th who peacefully were demonstrating. They mm-hmm. weren't really causing much of a problem. They're in jail. Yeah. They're still in jail. And I'm thinking the reason why they're still in jail and not have been charged with a crime is because they've been thrown in jail under the Patriot Act. That's how I'm seeing it. And this is where I'm thinking this is how it's beginning, it's creeping in, and now they want to do all kinds of other things to us, such as monitoring our bank accounts. Yeah. Oh, oh you have $600 in your bank account. They're going to monitor what you're doing with your 600 bucks. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but that's an average paycheck for the American worker. If well, you since, work since at McDonald's, when, since no, when, you're I making mean, that kind of money. That's, that really reeks of the people serve the government, and that is not right. that is not our system. And, you know, I don't right. know. I don't know about I think it started, this whole thing started long ago. Part of the documentary, I, I show a... The, just the number of government agencies, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna ruin it. I'm not gonna uh, uh, say what it, what it is or anything like that. But I think that as time has gone by, we've seen, you know, our rights steadily eroded and and being pushed more towards the side of communism. And I think you're right. I think a lot of it is is more 
more fascism, you know, because of all the supposed mandates and all the changes that, you know, are really not going to be a matter of choice for the American people. Right. Uh, yeah, you're not given a choice. You, you either do what we say or else. Right. Uh, but, yes, historically, uh, obviously, a lot of this was during the Wilson administration with a lot of the laws that he passed uh, where you could be thrown in jail for just for disagreeing with the government. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think I only remember if any of those were actually repealed or not, but yeah, that's where it really started was under, under Wilson. And then right. of course, so we gradually have proceeded, you know, um, uh, the Patriot Act, I think is almost the culmination because it actually helped create, uh, the Department of Homeland Security, and at the time I was, you know, I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Right. But now, you know, I was for the Patriot Act when it was passed. But well, at now, the time we, at the time we were all reeling from this terrorist attack, and I think, right, I think and they took it advantage was an emotional, of that. Yeah, it was an emotional re- reaction right. uh, to what happened, and so yeah, okay, you know, we were all for it at the time, and now that you. We think about it. It's like, well, wait a minute. Uh, you know, they can turn this this on us, right? You know, and they have. And 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 even the the Department of Homeland Security. At first, I was you know kind of for it, and now I'm I'm thinking, you know what? We really don't need a whole department. We could have just right. had like a special advisor, just like the National Security Advisor, right. and he could you know just you know coordinate among the departments and agencies. As I was saying, so you know, that this is just, just this is just another level of bureaucracy. And every time you put a level of bureaucracy in, someone gets a little bit of power. What what do they want? They want more power. Yeah, they want more. And yeah, they want more. And and we're paying for that. And you know, I think that the American people are hopefully just about fed up that you know enough is enough. Yeah. Um, of course, neither one of us call for violence. Um, no. but we also don't, we also don't, um, we also don't just say, just sit down and, and be afraid to speak up. You have to speak up. Otherwise we're going to continue to go down this road and the future generations are going to be the ones that, you know, are going to pay for all this. So, um, but that's a sad point too. It, yeah, it's going to be on the future generations, but if we actually look at polling today, there's a lot of Americans who actually don't mind having the First Amendment gone. Well, especially you know, if they, if they did, did disagree with the people being silenced. Right. You know, so they don't mind if someone else's freedom of speech is curta- yeah. Uh, curtailed. Yeah. You know, might, and might... they don't realize that uh, freedom of speech isn't speech that you agree with. Right, freedom of speech is there to protect this the controversial speech, and really, right. it, you know, really it's backwards, and uh, it's absolutely backwards. So the Americans now, parents for God's sakes, are called domestic terrorists. Uh, white right. males for being white and being male are called domestic terrorists. White males who who want to live according to the Constitution and and Freedom and individual freedom in particular, they hate that. Um, they're labeled domestic terrorists. Um, you know, the very people who 
you know, would have been considered mainstream Americans and proud of their country are now deemed the threat when the real threat are these fascist, fascists who want to shove a needle in your arm um, mm-hmm. through, you know, mandate that, who want to make yeah. your kids in in 4K wear a mask at school when, you know, exactly mm-hmm. 0% of children that young have to worry about dying from COVID. And, uh, right. and, uh, and someone out there is going to say, oh, yeah, well, there's been kids that have died. Yes, but those kids had, had core uh, uh, morbidities and had other issues. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is just this is just absolute insanity as far as the uh, the shot goes. But we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hello, Patriots. Would you like to become part of the Patriot Army? You can do so by going to our website and clicking on the Become a Patron button top left of the screen. You then can select your membership level. Also on our website, on the top right-hand side, you'll notice a Download Our App button. This app will enable you to keep in touch with the Patriot Review on a constant basis. You'll also be able to interact with our forum and chat with other members. We hope to see you there, and thank you for your support. Hello, sunshine. It's time to kick ass and take names. Check out redbloodedpatriots.com. Subscribe and join the growing community of patriots. Patriotism and aging gracefully. It's the Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner. Hi there, my name is Nancy. I'm a Patriot. I stand for the national anthem and I salute the flag with hand over heart. God bless the United States of America. God bless you, Nancy, and thanks for listening and sending me that video. Nancy is one of the patriots that's active on our platform, and and, uh, I thank her for that, and I encourage more of you to come and join and interact with like-minded individuals and you will not be silenced. Your speech is safe. So we're back with Ron. Ron, we were talking about uh, the shot in particular, and I wanted to share uh, something with everybody. Uh, I just saw this today. So COVID-19 vaccinated Nancy Pelosi and White House staff test positive for the coronavirus. Um, 
so you know, I I told you about this little debate that I had gotten in or on LinkedIn, and um, mm-hmm. this gentleman um, who was condescending, which all the elites seem to be condescending. Oh yes. Uh, you know, his comment was, "Well, there's already vaccines that are mandated for our children." You know, and and uh, we were talking, and you had some good points about that. So. Um, First of all, what are your thoughts on on the news with Pelosi, and then what are your thoughts on the mandatory jab? Uh, I'm not surprised. Uh, in fact, uh, when I was at church yesterday, I was talking to one of the other elders, and you know we were talking about the shot, and I said to him like, seventy five percent of the American people have at least one shot. So why do you need 20, the other 25% to have the shot? You know, technically, we already have a vast majority of the people already, you know, having the vaccine. And he actually told me that, well, uh, in the United Kingdom, 96% of the population has the vaccine. So that's basically, you know, complete vaccination. Mm-hmm. And yet they still have an outbreak. Might not be so bad, you know, but they still have an outbreak of, of COVID there. Yeah. So it, it, it tells me that, well, why bother getting the vaccine if, if it doesn't really can protect you that much? You know, if you're still going to test positive or if you're still going to get it. You're still going to end up getting it. Why bother? I, right. I might as well just get it and get natural immunity afterwards, you know, because, I mean, let's face it. I have what? Uh, 99.97% chance of surviving it. Right. You know, so to me it's pointless. And to respond to the gentleman that uh, you said made the the snide comment to you, Mm -hmm. well, yeah, okay, so all those vaccines are mandated. Yes, okay. But they're decades old. They've been tested. They have gone through... FDA approval process, which takes years to get the approval. Right. They went through all that. Right. So you know those vaccines are safe, and they're actual vaccines. Yes. They're not some new experimental technology that the COVID so-called vaccines are. Yeah. So, uh, mm-hmm. and besides that, these diseases that these vaccines are for, They've been around for centuries. Yeah. You know, so, <laughs> well, yeah, to your so, point, I mean, to your point, yeah. you know, that, you know, let's take a step back. So we were talking about, um, uh, we were talking about not letting a crisis go to, to waste, as Rahm Emanuel would say. And yes. you talked about President Wilson. So just think about the, the across history how that's been used by our government. So it got us into mm-hmm. segregation. It got Japanese interred. It got, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, it got uh, the Patriot Act like we were talking about. Mm-hmm. And it's also gotten this overreaction to COVID. And yes, I'm not trying to minimize the people who have died from it. But I will also mm-hmm. state that you have to look at the numbers that that died in total. And it really hasn't changed from year to year, even with no. even with COVID. And, you know, you like see all the, die. yeah, well, all the flu numbers disappear and everything else. So, you know, you can't help but think 
you can, I mean, if you're really honest with yourself, um, this is just being used for a power grab. And, mm-hmm. and you know, the fact that this gentleman says, well, there's all these other, all these other shots that kids have to take. And well, yeah, they do. To your point, those have gone, actually gone through the very uh, rigorous testing that's required. Mm-hmm. This has not. This is not a typical vaccine per se. It is more of a gene modifier, regardless of what he says. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, and there's there's all kinds of data that that shows that. And uh, you know, so you just you just look at the fact that they're taking advantage of this, and then people turn around to get it anyway. You know, that's mm-hmm. how, how is that a successful vaccine? Well, if you get a vaccine, you shouldn't have to worry about whether or not I got it. You should be safe, right? Yeah, exactly. And besides that, you also think about, like you were saying, that this is all about control. And, gee, guess what? You have a whole bunch of teachers. You have a whole bunch of of, uh, nurses who have gotten fired because they refused to get the vaccine. Right. And these people who are fired, they are not eligible for unemployment. So, you know, you got people that are out on the street, basically, and now they got to worry about how they're going to take care of their family because they can't get unemployment. And, yeah, they can probably get another job, but if you're a nurse, chances are you are not going to be able to get a nursing job because you're not vaccinated. So what choice do you have? You know, either work in a factory or or work in a fast food restaurant or Uh, retail the choice is you know the choice is protect yourself and let them fire you and i know people you know it's easy for me to say you know and and whatever but um the fact is there should be a choice that's the real fact there should be a choice Mm -hmm. you know and um going forward you know we're going to see more and more challenges to this and then it's going to work its way through the courts and i mean it's going to be interesting but you know again where are the Republicans? You know, our our government is becoming more and more adversarial to us, and the it seems like you know the the Republicans, especially like Mitch McConnell, who's been there forever, and is mm-hmm. in my opinion is worthless. Um, <laughs> you know, these these people like Mitch, these rhinos, these long term establishment Republicans. Um, you know, it's sad to see and sad to say, but they're they're only looking out for power and probably more so even just wealth. You know, how do you go in mm-hmm. making thousands of dollars and then, you know, you, you have your multimillionaire all of a sudden? Yeah. You know, you have to you have to know that these folks are enriching themselves. Uh, oh yeah. And I think if you uh, dig deep, you'll see that they're they're really all kind of the same. It's kind of like a uniparty. Like we've talked before, they really don't have America's best interests at heart, at least most of them, majority of them, you know. And uh, I watched the, 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 the Trump rally last night, and my message for these rhinos, these Republicans is, your party's done. You're done. Mm-hmm. I mean, the American people have had enough, and you better get with it quicker. You're going to be primaried, and you're going to be gone, because... Yeah, you really need to start doing what you should have been doing a long time ago, and that is representing your constituents. And uh, yeah. whether they like it or not, my opinion is Trump is completely 
upended the Republican Party and has really turned it into the Workers' Party. The mm-hmm. and I don't mean to say that in the communistic type of way, but the party for the everyday American, you know. Right. Um, for the first time oh, yeah. in God knows how long, maybe forever, um, the the Republican voting bloc actually uh, have a higher income per capita than the Republican voting bloc, mm-hmm. which says a lot. And uh, yeah. So what do you think? What do you what what do you see? Let's look forward. You know, four years, eight years. What do you see happening with the the Republicans that I'm describing, if anything? And uh, what are your thoughts on whether or not Trump has really changed the party for for long term? Oh, he has. He has changed the party. And if you look at the voting records, or at least the percentages that he received from the last election, as far as Hispanics and and African Americans. There's a, a lot of them are actually waking up. They're realizing that the Democrats do not carry their interests at heart. But sadly, like we're talk, like you're talking, the rhinos, they don't either. And of course, I'm not really holding my breath as far as either McConnell or any other rhino getting out. Uh, because as long as they bring home the bacon, they're always going to be reelected. And to me, that, that's a problem. What we need is fresh blood. We need new people in both houses of Congress. And so I urge people to actually run against them within the Republican Party, obviously. We don't want you know a Democrat taking over their seat. We obviously want a Republican. So I urge people to stand up and actually run against them. And set up a nice platform, a platform that's going to appeal to the average American. Lower taxes, greater economic uh, certainty, I guess I'm thinking of, or at least greater economic opportunities for people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also less regulation. Let's cut regulation and bring back our energy independence absolutely enough of uh enough of this uh oh let's get rid of all these pipelines enough with uh no frank fracking enough with no drilling no i right now look at what the gas prices are right and and we're rewarding our enemies look at russia they got their pipeline for years it was under sanction right and all of a sudden, here comes Joe Biden. He lifts the sanctions. Right. He's like, that's ridiculous. So we need to actually stand up and, and run decent candidates. But the problem is the way the system is working now, uh, it's not geared towards upstanding average citizens. Because guess what? Your name is going to be dragged through the mud. Mm-hmm. And if you've done the slightest offense, like, oh, you accidentally insulted a trans person. Uh, but only uh, if you're a Republican. Right. And if you posted something on Twitter that upset, it, uh, upset uh, I don't know, whoever. Right. Like, uh, maybe uh, LBTQ double dash XYZ community. Uh, 
they're going to drag that through the mud. And mm-hmm. they're going to criticize you. They're going to make you look bad. Uh, maybe they'll look at your financial records and say, oh, well, look, this guy filed for bankruptcy last year. You know, something like that. So obviously, pe- average people aren't aren't going to run because of that. Well, they're they're afraid that you know all these you know I whatever your, skeletons get, in the closet they have. I, I get your point, but it, you know average people have to run, otherwise we right. lose otherwise we lose the country. And you know to your point, um, you know you got. Uh, you got Democrats who are literally sleeping with Chinese spies, who are part of the uh, uh, oh, it's a security uh, subcommittee. Security apparatus or... Yeah, and yeah, and then you got and another yet, Democrat who's driven still... around for 20 years by another Chinese spy. You know, right? And as long and yet they're still on the intelligence subcommittee. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I was looking for. Yeah, in you know, like I said, it's it's only if you're a Republican are you held to this other standard, and the double standard is terrible, and it's been the media is is largely to blame for it. But uh, I think right. as Republicans, you know, you, it's it's now it's time to either put up or shut up and uh, run for office, run for local office, um, and do so to serve your constituents. I mean. Um, that's that's what seems to have been lost, and maybe it was never really never really existed in a, in any kind of pure form, but uh, it certainly used to exist uh, much more than it does today, and that is that people respected politicians respected the American citizen more than they do today, and it really you know it's really just. Uh, Blatant narcissism, power grabs, and enrichment—it's all it's about. And I think the American mm-hmm. people are are disgusted, and they should be. Uh, so, I'm going to take another quick break, and we'll be back, and we'll wrap it up in just a minute. You too can support the Patriot Review. Seriously, why not? You should help a guy out, starting at $3 a month. That's not so bad now, is it?
Ignore the thought police and subscribe or follow the Patriot Review. It's your patriotic duty. That is right. The documentary Freedom Waning, The War Has Already Begun, is not even public yet. And what you just saw is an advertisement for the next documentary that's coming from the Patriot Review. It will be called High Treason. And I don't have a date for when that will be out, but keep watching for that. Um, One thing I wanted to say, Ron, coming back, is we really haven't hit on... Uh, one aspect of how our politicians, and particularly in the Republican Party, are failing us, and that is in the area of national security. And I wanted to just bring to people's attention that this book is called Unrestricted Warfare. It is basically uh, a laid out um, from the perspective of China and what they're going to do to basically dominate the world and take over the United States. Um, recommended reading for everybody out there if you haven't if you haven't picked it up. But uh, let's talk about that a little bit. I mean we got we got China, we got Iran, we got Russia. We have joint exercises. We have you know uh, kind of the the beginning of uh, what World War II kind of we saw the you saw the the countries choose sides, and it seems like, you know, with Biden in place, uh, these countries are even more emboldened. And, mm-hmm. you know, in the meantime, our FBI is concerned not with the Afghani's coming in, and you know, the number of them that have disappeared, and not concerned about whether they're terrorists. But the politicians are also not concerned about uh, China, and you know they they are going to attack Taiwan, and I would say that that's going to be in the very near future. But how how do you see? Uh, what are you looking for? What do you think about how the Republicans are seemingly just sitting along the sidelines and not even really focusing on this stuff? 
Well, they should be focusing on this stuff. They should be pushing back on the lack of a foreign, you know, a stable foreign policy, I guess, is the, what I'm looking for. Uh, we're not backing our friends. Look at what we did in Afghanistan. We just simply withdrew our military. We didn't even bother telling uh, the Australians. We didn't tell the Germans. We didn't tell uh, the British, the French. You know, they just learned, oh, you guys are gone. So they actually had to go out and actually rescue their own citizens with the military that they did have there. Uh, right. And also look at uh, that submarine contract where the French actually got angry enough where they withdrew their uh, ambassador for the first time in hundreds of years of relations with with us right. as uh, Americans. Uh, what are we doing? And also look at uh, what's going on with Taiwan. The Chinese are, are flying their aircraft over their airspace. They're literally threatening the Taiwanese people. Yeah, on a regular and basis. And yet we say nothing. We yeah. say nothing. At least the the senators and, and representatives, particularly the Republicans, they should be writing letters. They should be demanding, what are what are you doing? Do something. You know, yeah, we don't recognize Taiwan as a country. Okay, I, I get that. We really don't have that much of a relationship with Taiwan anymore. Not like back before uh, Nixon actually opened up China. Yeah. But but regardless, we still sell them weapons and, and things like that. And what we should do is say, you know what? Uh, we're going to sell Taiwan uh, anti-aircraft missiles. We're going to sell Taiwan more aircraft. We're going to park a couple of aircraft carrier task forces in the Taiwanese Straits. Yeah. You know, we're too busy giving least, away our equipment. Right. You know, we're too busy giving it to Afghans. And of course, the Afghans are now literally selling weapons in, in gun shops in Kabul. Mm -hmm. They're actually selling M4s yeah, in are, Kabul. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so we're too busy arming our enemies, basically, to care. Uh, but no, if you want to have the Chinese to back down, you need to stand up to them. But just like every other country in the world, the only thing they understand is force. And so what you do, like I said, you park a couple of aircraft carrier task forces in the Taiwanese Straits or you know, whatever body of water that is. Uh, maybe you park a few submarines along the coastline, you know, especially ones that are actually nuclear armed. And I would maybe consider sending more troops into Okinawa. Yeah. Maybe even even consider, you know, you know what? Let's uh, land the 82nd Airborne in, in Taiwan. Yeah, you know, we need to get back to way, a, we need to get back to a peace through strength policy instead of a exactly instead of a and you know how about giving me giving me millions of dollars give me millions to me and my son and and we'll look the other yeah. way and yeah, exactly when you prepare to invade you know and when, yeah when did we as a country 
just look the other way when politicians commit treason or generals, for for example. Um, without a doubt, General Milley's actions, if they were as they're described, uh, amount to high treason, yet nothing happens. Nothing. Right. Uh, uh, I don't know. I think it's because uh, we lack empathy now. Yeah, well, the vast majority something. of us are living. Yeah, the vast majority of us are living comfortable lives, and of course, like uh, like on Fox News, they always say that you know hard times produce hard men, hard men produce soft times, soft times produce soft men. Yeah, cycle. And that's where we're at now. We have soft men, and gee, guess what happens when we have soft men? They produce hard times. Yeah, exactly. So. We're too so concerned about gonna, we're too oh. concerned about social experimentation in our military while while other countries um, uh, celebrate um, masculine traits we attack mm-hmm. them both in the military and in, in our homes and the state of the country is what we've gotten for that uh, mm-hmm. my just my oh. opinion I'm sure that other yes. people don't share and, that opinion. But. That's uh yeah I mean after all let's look at the recruitment videos. Have yeah. you seen the Russian army recruitment yeah. video? Yeah, I have. Where it actually shows strength. That's what they want in their military. Mm-hmm. And you watch that video and it's like, wow, I think I might want to join the Russian army. Yeah, that's exactly. You know? that. And then that's exactly what I'm talking about. And then about. you watch the Chinese army video. Right. Again, strength. Not that the Chinese army is you know right. all that good. Uh, they're not. Uh, well, in fact, it was a, the, the Chinese actually has reversed their one-child policy. Now you yeah. can have two children yeah. because the one child is coddled so damn much that they're now a bunch of pansies, yeah. and that's what they have in their armies—a bunch of pansies. Yeah. Well, uh, and then, of course, you watch our military videos or recruitment videos. It's like, oh, I, I, you know, I, I grew up with with uh, two mothers and. Right. I actually wanted my own adventure. Yeah. And who cares? Like, I mean, who, about, who who cares? That's yeah. great. You know, that's great. But yeah, exactly. what does it have to but do with defending about, our nation? Yeah, exactly. There's nothing about serving the country because they felt that it was a sacred duty to do so. Well, you know? And think, that's the whole point of military service. It's service. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, so, and, and so is elected <laughs> office. They've forgotten that, haven't they? Exactly. You know, the oh, way yes, that, they have. The way that the elite look down on Americans and despise us, um, we we need to get rid of them. We need to get them out. Um, again, not condoning violence, but we need to step up and run ourselves and get people in there that are that have that relationship correct. Because these people, they live on the coast, uh, either coast, and they live in a bubble. And they have no clue what real, what it really is to be an American. You know, they, uh, for example, um, you know, uh, term limits. We've talked about that a number of times. You know, maybe if we had term limits, the Republicans that we're complaining about, and rightfully so, maybe they would be, be courageous enough to stand up and do something. Or maybe it would attract people that aren't looking for, for increasing power or wealth they know they have a limited time to do something, and they go there for better reasons. I don't know, maybe a little idealistic, but it certainly sounds like a better well, world to me. Yeah, well, like I've always said, 
you know, I always felt that uh, the House of Representatives, that was for average citizens to represent average citizens. Right. It wasn't, I don't think it was created for a career politician. I don't care what people say. Of course not. And also the Senate. I think we should revert back to the time when senators were actually appointed by the legislatures of that state. Agreed. No more of this direct vote crap. Agreed, yeah. No. They're, they're supposed to represent the state. Right. Not whatever they're representing, exactly. which is basically their pocketbook. Right. So so here we are. We, we reached the, the, you know, the, the starting point of the conversation is uh, basically the ending point. Nobody's going to do this for you. Um, we're, I think we're all in a little bit of shock, um, you know, not understanding why America is at the point it's at right now. Um, but we better respond as a population, and again, not violently, but we better step up and demand our freedoms, you know, push back. You know, the FBI um, focusing on parents, that's just obscene, you know? Mm-hmm. And to not be, and the whole purpose is to make people afraid. The whole purpose is to make people sit down and shut up. But we can't do that, and we have to stand up. Um, so, whether you think it's worth it or not, you know what I would really push for a couple things. Number one, if everybody who sees this would write the Supreme Court and um, demand that they take up the 2020 election fraud. Um, write your representatives, do the same, but also focus on each individual issue, um, contacting them separately, contacting them frequently, and, and and don't go away, don't be silent, don't be silenced, and uh, mm-hmm. continue to go to the school board meetings. You know, we can't uh, we can't give in or we lose the country. Mm-hmm. So yeah, anything- I agree. Yeah, anything you want to add in closing, Ron? Well, if you do decide to run and people will go come after you, just simply tell them to get bent because you know what? <laughs> this is America, and no one is perfect. I'm sorry, All but right. nobody is perfect. Everybody has skeletons in their closet. They've done something that they might be somewhat ashamed of, maybe. I don't know, but right. uh, no. no. Don't let these people intimidate you don't let them embarrass you in any way uh stand up and or at the very least if you don't want to run which is understandable i guess support somebody you know and maybe work on their campaign right get involved uh, go door to door do something right that's it that's that's all you need to do just do something right whether you don't if whether you run or not right get involved and and also get involved in your kids' education if you're not. You, you can't not do that because that's what's going to mm-hmm. continue to send this country down the road we're on here. And that the education issue and the indoctrination issue is kind of is what got us in this position, largely. Mm-hmm. And uh, Well, so, what we need is alternatives. You know, yeah. maybe parents should get together, form their own damn school. Yeah, a lot no. of them are doing that. You know, a lot of them are doing that. So, so, um, Ron, thanks for joining me. I want to just remind people um, to get the app and or go to the site, 
sign up for a membership. You don't have to pay anything. Um, if you would contribute, that'd be great. If not, that's fine. And then join us uh, Friday, November 5th. Uh, there's 25 spots total. Uh, we're going to start it out small, like I said, and we'll do the meet and greet. We'll have a good discussion, and uh, we'll we'll take it from there and, and hopefully do more of those. So, again, Ron, thanks for joining us, and we will see all you Patriots next time. <laughs>